So, um, first, I want to start off by saying that uh, thanks to Steve and for uh, him asking me to give me another opportunity to do this and to go first. Um, uh, I'm thankful for the, the job that he does and Jamie does. Um, um, over the last couple of weeks, uh, I've been thinking about, you know, what I, what I'm thankful for, and there, there's a, a a lot of things that I have that are what I just call simple, um, simple pleasures. Um, I don't have any gushy stories today, so I should be able to get through this pretty pretty good. Um, uh, I was going to mention the uh, that I was thankful for the Ohio State win over Michigan, but I decided I decided not to mention that. So um, I am thankful to our our service men and women uh, for the sacrifice uh, that they make, the times away from their family. Um, I'm thankful that uh, I'm living in this country. Um, uh, I am thankful for uh, His Word and a prayer. And um, the peace that it gives. Um, I'm thankful for waking up today, um, being able to walk, driving my car, uh, music, remembering how to get here, um, a walk in the woods, uh, to hear my kids laugh or a smile on their face, um, a smile on my wife's face. Strange, isn't it? How these words just um, um, I'm thankful to God for this past week when when the entire family was under one roof again. And I'm thankful for Carrie's mom and dad. And my mom and dad who are here today. And I'm thankful that God chose them for me. Um, For a roof over my head and for food on the table. I'm thankful to God for the teachers that we have here. And um, the dedication that they have uh, for our kids. And um, the sacrifice of their time. I'm thankful to God for answered prayers. Um, not just hearing the prayers, but listening. Um, in this past year, both of my kids were baptized. And um, and I'm thankful for their decision to worship God and want to belong to Him. And um, I thank God that I'm here and can help them any way I can. And that is an answered prayer. Um, I thank God for his love and his son's sacrifice, the grace and the mercy. It gives me um, what I need instead of what I deserve. Um, and his steadfastness he never gives up on me. Um, I hear this word leader 
tossed around a lot. Um, and I don't really consider myself to be a leader. Uh, but I am thankful for the opportunity to serve as a deacon. Um, that uh, I've been given the opportunity to, to serve in whatever capacity I have to the best of my ability. And um, lastly, um, I thank God for you people here. Um, for the friends that I have here, uh, for the friends that are true, um, that give you support and make you feel like family. First of all, I'd like to say good morning to everyone, and we are so glad you are here. If you're visiting, or if you're just new, we pray that you will come back and be with us again. Now, I was instructed by my wife when I got up here to make it known that I'm thankful to God that I'm alive, and we'll explain that to you a little bit. But... Let me give you a statistic that I heard on TV. I don't watch news on TV. I don't read newspaper. It's too depressing. But I picked up a statistic. If you have something to eat in your refrigerator and you have a roof over your head and you have a place to sleep, you're in the top 8% of the richest people in this country. That's food for thought. Now let's continue on with this. I'll give you a little review for the new ones here and ones that have not heard this before because this is not my first time up here. Um, I'm very thankful for my wife had lymphoma, level four, and she has been in remission for the last eight to ten years. I sat right in my truck when we had the uh, bad ice storm and watched her roll her car up on its top. And I run down there to get her out of it. She did not get a bruise out of this. Right along about the same time, I had partially collapsed lung. And I was in the hospital. And that was the reason that I couldn't do that this here that year. But I'm thankful for that, that I got well from that. And I quit smoking. Because I had smoked for 41 years. And this day after Thanksgiving this year was my seventh anniversary. Seven years I haven't smoked. Amen. Now we'll come to the present time. I was sitting around in my chair in the living room, not eating much, not doing much. My wife said, you need to go to urgent care. So my oldest son, Jim, took me. It was Dr. Mimes, and he checked me all out. And he said, I want you to go to the ER. And I said, no, nah, not again, Doc. And he said, well, they can check you for more things down there than I can here. And he said, I'm going to put you down there in an ambulance. And I said, not again, Doc. And he said, yes. He said, I can get you right in and get you waited on very quickly that way. Okay, we went down to the ER, and they checked me all out. 
they deemed necessary to do a heart cath. When they did this, they found 80% blockage. And they deemed necessary to put a stand in. Well, this is all fine and good. I was in there for a few days, and everything went well, and I came home, and I was doing very well. And then the bottom fell out. And one evening, my wife and my oldest boy said, you need to go to the ER. And I kept putting them off. I said, oh, no, we'll do that tomorrow. We'll do that tomorrow. Well, since then, I have told my oldest son, I said, you do what you need to do. You don't pay any attention to what I say. (laughs) Okay. I do not remember how I got to the hospital. I knew I went in an ambulance, but I do not remember that. The only thing I could remember is when he and I talked and he said, when they put me on that ambulance, I told him, I said, don't you turn them lights and that, and that siren on. And then I asked about the radio. I could hear the radio uh, playing. And I said, uh, well, something about the radio. And one of the uh, paramedics said, uh, well, that's uh, like a CB. Okay. That was about all I remember until I kind of halfway came to. I don't know where I was at, but they were talking about 2,500 bolts or volts. And I'm thinking, I was just come to enough just to think. And I said, what are they going to do to me with 2,500 bolts? I said, that's not volts, that's volts. Believe you me, as I stand here and talk to you, they did it. I got it twice. And if you've ever had it, you know what I'm talking about. If you've never had it, you don't want it. For uh, just a split second, you think you're dead. But something had went way low, some down to 40%, and I don't know for sure what it was. But they deemed necessary to do me this way. And they shocked me twice, and they was talking about a third time, and I said, uh, I was thinking to myself, I can't stand the third time. I can't take it. (laughs) But it's an experience. Well, we came along, stayed there a few days. Everything started coming up, and everything started getting good. And... Therefore, I thank my Heavenly Father that I am able to stand at this podium in this church building and speak to you people and tell you my experiences because I'm telling you every word of it's true and I can back it up. I can back it up with hospital personnel, with friends, and with family. So there's no fiction to any of it. It's all true. And I request your prayers, and I will pray for you. And I thank you very much for your time.